Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight is our... Survivor Memories podcast, which is actually going to be, we're going to take a look at the history of spoiling the show Survivor, Um, who did what, and when they did it, and how they did it, and um, should be really, really interesting. Um, If you've ever wanted to ask me questions about certain Things I spoiled in the past, please call in, um, and I will take those questions tonight. Should be a lot of fun. Thanks, Steve, for uh, he's manning the uh, the studio tonight, and uh, he played my theme song, so um, I appreciate that. And I think we're going to have some fun tonight with uh, people who are fans of. Survivor spoilers and how they work, and maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get some thoughts from them about have they ever had little ways they tried to figure out what was coming or what was going to happen. Um, it's 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 like a it, it, it's fun. It it used to be a big cat and mouse game with Mark Burnett because he would use a buffinator and and. Uh, and color buffs a different color in some of the promos just to try to mess with spoilers and make them think someone went to another tribe or something. He, he actually had kind of kind of fun mixing it up. Um, and we can talk about that. We can talk about when they sued me and why and what happened. Um, I can give you all the history about that. Um, should be a lot of fun tonight. Um, doing double duty this week because tomorrow night we have JoJo Spadafora and Gina Marie Zimmerman, both from Big Brother, both who are very, very open and honest, and there's no telling what they'll say. We've had Gina Marie before. We've had JoJo a couple of times. They're going to be talking about JoJo's premiere video um, that's going to drop. I mean, the song's going to drop Saturday um, where you can you can get it, and we'll give you all the information tomorrow night on how you can get it, and we'll tell you tomorrow night um, when the video's going to drop and where, and um, we'll tease a little bit because it's a it's a cool video, and there's a surprise ending. We're, we're not going to give away the ending, but uh, I think tomorrow night is going to be a show you do not want to miss. When you get a Missy AE podcast on a Friday night, that's usually enough. But when you add JoJo and Gina Marie, I mean, it is going to be, as the kids say today, lit. Tomorrow night, all in here. All bets are all bets are off, basically. Yeah, um, can happen. 
Yeah, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I know both of them uh, are looking forward to it. I've talked to both of them. They're both looking forward to it. They're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, uh, with those two, I mean, if you don't want the the, the honest truth, um, don't ask the question. <laughs> Because uh, they're both like that. They're both fantastic friends. Gina Marie is our co-star in the video. Um, it's a very, very catchy little song. I love it. I, I love the the beat. The li- I think it's great. I think she's going to do really well with this. But that's tomorrow night. So, um, and I, I, I know that uh, there's going to be some folks calling in that have never called in before because they're telling uh, JoJo and Gina Marie, they're going to be calling in tomorrow night to talk to them. So do not miss tomorrow night. But tonight, we're going to talk about the history of survivors falling, um, maybe who did what, how how they did it. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Snoozer and his little check mark. And we'll talk about Tio one my buddy Bill Morrison. Um We'll talk about uh, someone named Mercedes, who was a one-season one, uh, wonder. I'll tell you who she was, because um, we were friends, and she would tell me all the information. She'd send me pictures, but I didn't get involved, because it was her information, her story, and, and she laid it out really well. Um, there's, been a lot, there's been a lot of one-hit wonders Steve, over the years, and all that tells you is, okay, they're spoiling one season, you never hear from them again. They basically knew somebody in that cast, and now they have no way to get any more information. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've kept kept uh, tabs, I should say, on. Some of the some of the uh, one hit wonders back when I used to uh, when I used to lurk a lot in in sucks before I would uh, before I even discovered whispers you know back with uh, back when you when you got uh, first got started with all the Russell Hand stuff um, you know I've been I've well been actually calling... I was if, J, if JB comes on here and I can tell you I was spoiling Survivor. Way before there was a Russell Hance, um on a little thing called Web TV, um, and I finally made. I always said, I always told everybody in my group there, which was a very successful group. We had think about this, Steve, with with how Facebook groups are now. We maintained an average of 1,500 new posts per day in that group. So it was very successful. Christopher was just a a kid, and he ran the sports group on web TV. Um, and I, I mean, I, I used to I spoil the show there, and I had always been like, you know, I'm, and I was, I was perfectly happy there. I loved it there. But technology advances, um, web TV got slower and slower, and 
more and more people were going, you know, to the different sites on the Internet, um, different groups like Sucks and Bucks. There, there was another one with Survivor Blow, Survivor Fandom. There were a lot of them back then. Um, and uh, I know we talk about some of that, too, how Whispers got started. Um but I always said I, I'm never going to do all that stuff. I'm I'm happy right here, and my God, look now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boy, was that a lie? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, you mentioned JB. We do have JB on here. We have Eddie on here, and we are ex- or I'm expecting at least uh, Melissa in the next uh, few minutes here. She per- she completely forgot that there was a pod tonight. She thought it was tomorrow. Uh, well, we do have one tomorrow, but it, like I said, it's the Big Brother one. But JB can JB can back me up on that. Um, you know, every everyone thinks JB like on the the big worldwide internet that Missy AE started spoiling back with Survivor Samoa, but you you and uh, Patsy, who's on Facebook, Chrissy, who's on Facebook, Brad Upper, who's in um, Sports Whispers and and Survivor Whispers. I mean, all of you guys were with me back then on web TV, and I was spoiling the show way before there was ever a Russell Hance. Oh, yeah. In fact, my my first game – uh game it was actually the game 6 and that was survivor cook islands and they had four tribes and the way uh jim early set it up well at the time when we were on web tv he was actually known as he went by the Game Survivor, and we just called him either Game or The Game. So I'm just going to call him Game. Yeah. So back then on Survivor 6 that uh, Game had, there were four tribes on the actual Survivor and uh game had it set up four tribes also and that was my first oh how can you say it my first uh getting into uh an actual game playing with uh other uh, other people Um, and, 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 and the game, I mean, what we did back then was a lot different than, than, of course, what the Whispers games advanced into. The Whispers games advanced into more of a a realistic version of the TV shows, uh, Survivor and Big Brother. The way we did it back then was I would just ask questions every week. Uh, like, yeah. who's going to get the first confessional? 
Um, who's going to win the challenge? Who's going to get the most votes? Who's Jeff going to speak to first at Tribal? Um, just stuff like that. And that's how you got your points in the games back then. Yeah. And there's uh, a lot of fun. And, and, yeah, and on uh, some games, uh, some seasons, uh, you would actually have a question, will there be a uh, reward challenge or will there be a uh, immunity? Well, will there be a reward challenge, uh, you know, this episode? Yeah. See, I would, I would know what was coming, so I could ask questions that would make people think. And then they would they would think, why is he asking, do you think there's a merge this week? Do you think there's an immunity challenge this week? Do you think anybody will find an idol this week? Why is he asking that? He either knows it yeah. is or he's just messing with us. <laughs> and back then, uh, you might have known a few... Uh, Survivors, you know, you might have talked to a few, been, well, uh, you know, friends in, in with a few. Honesty, in, in all honesty, and I mean, you know, this is probably going to be spoiler information, um, but the first three survivors I ever knew personally were Dara Johnson from Pearl Islands, Stephanie LaGrosa, and Coach Wade. Those were the first three that I ever knew personally and were friends with. Huh. So you so, were actually... So me and, so you me actually, and Coach and me and Steph and me and Dara go back a long way. Yeah. And I didn't really want to... Uh, I know my comment on the post the other night, uh, after I posted it, I thought, Whoa, am I posting too much information here? Because I mentioned, uh, you know, hey, what, uh, what, uh, you know, what Jim Early knew or how he got the spoilers back in the older, olden, back in the old days was totally different than how he gets them now. Yeah, and I think I think totally Eddie, different. I, I think Eddie, um, being the sport fan he is, will appreciate this. Back in the olden days, um, Eddie, I did just a lot of legwork. I analyzed a lot of photos that were coming up from the next week. I listened really carefully to all the exit interviews and saw what people would say about each other, and I would piece things together. And I guess that's more speculation than spoiler, but nine times out of ten they were right. And as I kept doing it over the years, and I kept making more and more friends, more and more sources, I, I used to tease about this all the time. I mean, back in the old days it was kind of fun because you were like a detective and you were trying to figure stuff out. And then it got to where all I had to do was pick up the phone and call and ask somebody. It, it, just, it was just totally different, you know. Um, 
I, I enjoyed those earlier days when you were doing detective work and trying to figure things out. But, I mean, you cannot be being able to pick up a phone and just ask somebody what happened. By the way, real quick, we do have uh, Melissa and Teresa joining us now. So uh, we have uh, we have J- uh, we have JB, we have Eddie, we have Mel- Melissa. Yeah, I can't speak tonight, and we have Teresa joining us uh, on the line currently. Okay. I'm late. Yeah, no, I'm I late. got my. I got I my days we screwed up yesterday. <laughs> well, Sorry about I, that. I don't know. I only saw the one for tomorrow night. So I was thinking, okay, tomorrow night. And then Steve was like, you know we have a podcast tonight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost yeah. didn't call because I was like, well, I've really watched one season of Big Brother, so... Well, uh, Big Brother's tomorrow night, and it's, I'm I'm sure we're going to get into a little Big Brother, but it's mostly going to be about the making of the video and um, details about it, how long it took and where it was shot and um, how they came up with the ideas and a little tease about the the twist at the end and... um, like I said earlier, when you when you got JoJo and Gina Marie, there ain't no telling what'll be said. <laughs> We've had them both on before, and they are very, very blunt and honest. Yeah. So it should be a lot of fun. But tonight yeah. we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the history of spoiling. Um, I'm going to bring up somebody that really kind of piqued my interest in wanting to be able to figure out how to do this. There used to be a guy on, on Survivor Sucks. His, his name he used there was Snoozer. Um, I eventually found out who he, who he really was. He's from San Francisco. And I eventually found out how he got his information. Um but he just did it so simple. But he only did one thing. All he did was he would wait till the morning of the show, and he would put a green check mark by the person leaving. That's all he did. That's all he spoiled. He didn't give details. That's all he did. But he had everybody on the edge of their seats until that morning waiting on his little green check mark. And if I remember correctly through about, I think he did it two or three seasons. He was only wrong twice, so he was really good. Um, and, I mean, I, don't, I guess it doesn't hurt. I mean, his source was somebody that worked on the show. It wasn't, wasn't players. Um, it was somebody in production that worked. Um, and everybody just figured out, well, I guess they either got fired or quit because now – Snoozer's gone and his information's gone. But that got me interested. Like, how does this guy do this? How does he know? And I got really, really into wanting to figure out how to spoil this show. Um, and and my way is altogether different than 
every other spoiler down the road. What we talked about, you know, my friend Bill Marston, who's in Whispers, he he, he came over from Sucks with me um, to join Whispers. He was known as Chill One on Sucks, and he got into the information because he went on vacation where they had just shot the show, and he met some people out there that worked on the show, and they described stuff to him like, well, you know, this skinny girl, the skinny, dark-headed girl is in the finals, and he was he was piecing stuff together like that. But, again, it's a one-season thing. You know, you get lucky that one time. I mentioned a girl named Mercedes earlier. Her information was impeccable one season that Ian Rosenberger was on. It turns out she was his ex-girlfriend and was trying to get back at him by spoiling the show because he had told her everything that was going to happen before they broke up. Mm. And she sent me pictures and everything, you know, um... So that was her way. But again, one shot wonder, one season, and and they're gone. Um, there was another guy. I can't even remember his name. Um, his, his name he used started with an F. One season had great information, um, and then he was gone. Uh, and there was, there was a there's a guy named Survivors Unite that was over at Sucks. Any season Sander was on, he had great information. You figure it out. And then all of a sudden, later on when they kept bringing her back, she figured out what he was doing and stopped giving him information. So then he was gone, you know, um, and actually made a fool out of himself posting crazy information before he left. He was just guessing because... She wasn't telling him nothing anymore. <laughs> so uh, he, made, he made an even bigger he made an even bigger fool out of himself this this past season for uh, for winners at war. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, what about you? Um, have you ever done the old school stuff, trying to set out pictures and stuff? Hell, I went on every site I could. I'm such an addict. I was looking everywhere I could, but I don't have any of the contacts you have. I mean, if I had the contacts you had, God, I'd be in heaven. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, I just would go on every site, search everything. And uh, try to piece it together by what different people were saying and where the ones were keep recurring. That's how I would find things. But, uh, no, I'd much rather sit and listen to you. Hell, I thought it was last night. I was on the call last last night. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else ever tried to do it, JB? You ever tried to do that? You ever tried to figure things out on your own? Hey, you know what? Of all the years that I have known you, you have always told me, uh, work your way from the end to the beginning. And to this day, I still, I know what, I know what you mean, uh, but back then, I always wanted to 
you know, do some spoiling. But it's like, what in the heck does he mean? Yeah. Um, Teresa, you ever thought anything like that? No, I just usually, uh, until I got involved in the last year, I've just been mostly been just like enjoying the show, enjoying the ride. Looks like we lost uh, JB. Oh, wait. Never mind. Here he is. Just call back in. JB, you're back on. Yeah, I don't know when. I don't know what I was talking about when I uh, cut myself off. I think I put my ear to the telephone a little bit too hard. I know. I'm a. I'm gonna try uh, to if, if you, JB, if you did if you did that you put your ear in the wrong place. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> well you know you know what it was? I think it was my cheek that hit the uh that hit the button to uh, you know, knock myself off. Yeah, yeah not my uh, not 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 my ear. Um, Melissa, where, where was your first experience reading spoilers for Survivor? Um, (laughs) I was part of another website, and you probably know it, it starts with a J. And I was on that, um, place for a long time. And they had one that just had survivors' discussion. Then they had survivors' um, spoilers. And the same with uh, Big Brother. It's the same with um, The Amazing Race. Um, My favorite, though, over there was Big Brother and Amazing Race. Then I got turned on to another site that used to have a lot of people that would um, post things about, they had games, okay? They had the games, and I used to do the games all the time. And and the Big Brother game and the Survivor game was a lot like what you were describing as your early games that was basically what color will Julie be wearing tonight? Um, Right, right. You know who's going to hit the mat first? Who's yeah? Uh, some, you know, some, blah, blah, blah. Just, some of it just you know look by chance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I used to play those all the time, and then with the Amazing Race, their their um their game was a little bit more intricate. You would actually not. You would have all of those same things like who's going to hit the mat first? Who is who's going to, you know, come in fourth or who's going to say the the um, title. But they also would have these little mini games, too, where you would have to go in and um, I think one of them was based on, I don't know if you guys um, like any of the adventure games, 
But there was one, oh, God, what is the name of it? Ravenhurst. I think it's Ravenhurst or something like that. Anyway, they did a play on that for, like, the Duck Whisperer, you know, and they went, I don't know. They just had used to have really cool clues. <clears throat> and so I would go out searching for the answers to that, anything I could find on the Internet. Um, I would put in Big Brother spoilers. I'd go everywhere that I could possibly go to try to find the answers to the questions. So that was my thing. And it really wasn't to spoil people. It was to win the freaking game. So I I won quite a few games. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I never intended to even get into Big Brother, uh-huh. but it, uh, it just—I mean, it just fell in my lap. You know, it was like yeah, I had people telling uh-huh. me stuff, and I, you know, I've made some friends that were on the show, um, and it was like the thing—the the difference. The difference is. Big Brother fans are so fanatic. I mean, if I would if I would tweet out a Big Brother spoiler, it would be like, my God, everybody was reading it, retweeting it, talking about it. And I do a survival, and everybody's like, okay, well, we know he's right, so nobody says anything. Um, but... I mean, you know, uh, one of the interesting stories about the Big Brother stuff is, you know, how I knew the captains that season and the little back-and-forth Janelle and I played, you know, because I knew she was a captain, and I was spoiling it. And um, some of you people may know uh, her from our groups, Carol Hirschman Moore, I think is her name. She had a yeah. Big Brother group, and I was in there for a little bit, and I was spoiling in there, and and Janelle was in there, and she would post back and say, no, that's not true, I'm not on the show, and I would post and say, I know you have to do this, it's in your contract, but everyone just watch, she's one of the captains, she's going to be on the show, and we'd go back and forth at each other. And, of course, her fans believed every word she said, and they hated my guts for disagreeing with her. And then she even tried to post a picture of her like an airport going somewhere to prove that uh, she wasn't in sequester. And I was like, okay, I found the picture where it was on the Internet, and it was like four years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the 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 best thing about it was after the season was over and she could actually talk and we talked, she laughed about it. You know, she thought it was funny how I was spoiling her and she was trying to say no, no, no. Um, so, uh, I mean, that happens. But, uh, um Honestly, the Big Brother information has always just sort of just fell right in my lap. And I'm at, I do have a really good source now um, about things behind the scenes. 
like if there's going to be all-stars, if there's going to be newbies, um, stuff like that. Um, but with Survivor, it's it's such a huge network. Um, it's just grown and grown and grown and grown. And the thing with Survivor is if they do a newbie season now, you don't even have to get to know them to try to find out anything because Survivor new players love the ex-players, and they talk to them. They tell them stuff. So yeah. it gets around. You know, it gets around in this network. Um so it it, it it has gotten easier and easier. Um, I, I may go into the story tonight about how Shaquille O'Neal played a big part in one of the biggest spoilers ever. Um, Eddie, Eddie, what you got? What you got on your mind about tonight? I'm just waiting breathlessly. <laughs> He's just listening to the uh, spoiler. How how you got into it and everything like that? Yeah, oh, I love. Uh, it. Well, I, like I said, I originally, um, I originally just started by doing old school, trying to figure things out, and the way Snoozer would do his thing got me even more and more interested, and I started meeting people and talking to people. Um, and one of the things I've always done is whenever I've talked to survivors, I don't treat them like, oh, my God, you're the queen, or oh, my God, you're the king, or oh, my God, you're my favorite. I just treat them like a friend, like a real person, you know, because they hear that crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they get posts on Instagram and tweets and stuff, hundred times a day saying, you're the queen, you're the queen, you're the queen, you're my favorite, you're my favorite, you're my favorite. And then if you go check those people out, they're telling the same shit to other other survivors. So, I mean, survivors are stupid, they know. But I've always gotten along with them because I've just treated them like, you know, a friend, like we're just buddies, you know, um, because that's the way I view it. And that's, you know, you know it's like, Oh well, Missy A.E.'s got a lot of fans on Twitter, a lot of fans in the groups. I've never considered it like that. I've never considered it as having fans. I've always considered it as as having friends, you know. Um, and I know Eddie really really enjoys the pods every season because um, that's one of the other thing about me is I may know an, an an entire boot list before the season starts airing. I may know the whole thing. But I'm I'm not going to put that out there like that. I want to keep people interested. I want to keep people watching every week. You know, I may tease a boot this week or I may tease they're leaving next week or but I'm not somebody that's going to go out and go, okay, here's your boot list, you know, 1 through 18, this is what happened. I mean, 
I, you know, I, I'm sure there are people that want that, but that's just not my style. That's not what I do. I try to keep people into it week by week. And I think we do a pretty good job of that in the groups and on the podcast, don't we, Eddie? Oh, God, yes. Oh, hell of a good job. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'll, lead you, I'll lead you down. Um, you know, like Eddie may say, oh, I, you know, oh, I, I, there's no, the edit they're getting, there's no way they're not in the finals, this and that. And I may say something like, well, you never know. And then you yeah. might stop and think. Then you might stop and think, okay, maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. Well, I know on Amazing Race, this was uh, season 11, the uh, all-star on uh, internet on IMDb message board on the subject title. They did Eric and Danielle win before the season even started. And I'm like, oh, bullshit. I just ruined the entire season for me. Um, I enjoy there's, knowing there's, that. There's, there's, there's a lady that uses the name Georgia Peach. Oh, um, yeah, I know her. They, they have yeah. a forum for the Amazing Race, and uh-huh. They, uh-huh. They, have people, they have people all over the world that watch and look for them, and they can tell you, mm-hmm. okay, well, everyone yeah. was in the picture but so-and-so, and they do a great job with that. Um I never, I never got into that that much. Um, I've gotten tar information before, and when I do, I'll I'll post it in, you know, Big Brother Whispers. But it's not something that I seek out. You know, it, again, like with the Big Brother stuff, if it falls in my lap, I'll put it out there. And another rule of thumb is, you try to, you try to check with at least three sources to make sure it's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I you know, some Sometimes it can still be wrong, but I've, I've been pretty lucky. I've been pretty lucky. Um, Eddie, Eddie, what are, what are you thinking? I mean, you're you're such a huge spoiler fan. Have you got any questions? I mean, specific questions about certain seasons? No, not really. I mean, it's uh, uh, I mean, everyone's new to me. It's just, I just, you know, me. I've I've already been all over online trying to find out about forty one. So I mean, I've I've been looking everywhere. <laughs> But uh, you know, it's uh, I don't I don't have the sources you guys have. All I can do is go online and search all the different sites and the communities and and then see what they're all saying and compare the notes and then listen to you and then it makes sense to get clues that way. And I just don't say anything unless you ask me. But uh, you know, I I love having the total spoil list. I just that makes my day. <laughs> I mean, I'm very different than other people. I'd well, rather there, know there, what there, there, I mean, there have been seasons. There have been seasons where I had the entire list before the first episode aired, 
and I just don't do it that way. I just, I don't know. Oh, I, no, I understand. I think it's more I mean, that's, fun. You're doing it the right way. I think way. it's more fun to you go week give to week. me enough clues so I can figure it out. You do it the right way. I'm, I'm very happy with what you did. I don't have any problem with it. Um, you know, it's just uh, some people want to know all that, some don't. And, and it's everybody's own life, you know. It's um, me, I have to know what's happening. I do have to say, Eddie, it's like uh, I, I read I, I read a book on this. It's like saying that some people used to not like spoilers, but then once you know the spoilers, then it's like you're not <laughs> you could just sit and enjoy the ride versus uh, getting like, oh, this isn't good. This isn't good that this is happening. Yeah, you can look at the production value and see how they're that, doing and what they're doing when you have a little more that, information. It makes a lot more sense. That's something else, Teresa. Spoiler fans, you know, if they know the boot that week, it's still fun to them because they like to see how it's going to play out. And then the other thing is, and this is just the truth, there's about 50% of them that want it to be wrong so they can come back to me and say, ha, 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 you were wrong. Well, I'll tell and, you what, one, uh, one survivor website, of course, I never, re- you know, Facebook page that I never really looked into. It wasn't spoilers, but I just still kind of found it humorous, to say the least. It was during... Uh, one world, and it was a page basically saying uh, Colton Cumbry is the biggest asshole to ever play. Well, um, Colton was not very well liked, and I, I, I knew Colton. I knew him. Um, a little spoiler about him was um, the first season he played. He actually made finals in the interviews the season before. And they told him they were planning on using him, just he didn't fit this season. Sit by your phone and we're going to get back to you. And Colton, Colton told me, he was like, yeah, right, whatever. But they did call him back for the next season. So there's a little behind the scenes with Colton. And his his favorite player, and this is going to give away the connection, his favorite player was uh, Shannon Elkins. Hmm. Everybody knows how close me and Shannon were. You like brothers. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's how I met I met Shaq through him. Yeah, I remember you telling that story. Yeah, that was that was wild. That was wild, and it, it really scared some of the survivors from that season because um, I started contacting all of them, telling them who I was, and showing them what I had. And I remember Marty Piombo was like, "Dude, you are scary." <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and then it turns out, Mark, you know, when we were in California, Marty, he lived within a bike ride away from us, and he's a hell of a cook. He'd come over and he cook up some great Italian food. Um, but that's, that, yeah, he was like, dude, you are scary. Um, but that season was just, God, I, 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 I spoiled detail by detail on that season. And I, I spoiled stuff that didn't even air. You know, like what happened with Jane at Tribal Council. You know, when she accused Sasha of cheating. You know, they didn't even air that. Jeff told them to cut the cameras. So, um, but it happened. And then they were worried. They were so worried Jane was going to talk about it. They made sure she wasn't fan favorite. And, you know, that's, that happened with with uh, Austin. When, not Austin. Uh, James Clement. Happened with James Clement when he played. You know, him and Alexis um, got caught. Alexis Jones, they got caught. They snuck in the crew, the crew tent and... Uh, Stole cigarettes and Gatorade, and then went back to camp. And then they show up at camp, and they asked them to stick their tongues out, and they saw the color on their tongues from the Gatorade, and and they were busted. And they came up with this little this little plan that James had to be a medevac over. I think it was. That season, I think it was his finger, maybe. Um, he wasn't really a medevac. They were kicking him out. And then they strongly suggested to the rest of the players she needed to go, too, because she was involved. And then, you know, Lexi left. Um, I knew both of them. I knew James and Lexi. James is part of our little bad boys connection. Um and Lexi uh, was running a blog back then and posting about the show each week. And I told her, you're talking too much. They're going to get on to you. You're saying too much. And they did. They got on to her, and she had to stop posting about the show. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised with all that that happened, you know, with that story you told me that they would have invited uh, James to come back for Heroes versus Villains. He, he was a great he was a great character and look at his body I mean you know I mean they got a lot out of him and I think he's okay now but he really did injure his knee it, it got infected really bad and they paid his doctor bills for years after he left the show because of his knee. Was he the, the finger one? Thing, the finger, the finger thing was BS, um, and, and and they gave him fan favorite to keep him shut up. You know, I still can't believe it. Even after all the all these years, considering the fact that Micronesia was the first uh, the first season of the show that I actually saw, to to even hear about about James and. Uh, and uh, Alexis uh, go back to back. I, I did always find it kind of strange that James went out early, considering the fact that he was still tied with Parvati by getting rid of Ozzy uh, as early as they did. 
So yeah. Well, see, that was that, still kind that's of that's the truth about what happened there. You know, um, I mean they 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 used to do that stuff. You know, I I don't even think they do fan favorite anymore. Um, yeah, the last one was uh, Mal when Malcolm won for uh, I want to say it was the one right after Philippines. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you a little thing about Malcolm. And see, you know, I've told these stories so many times, but I I finally got to a point where I understand. Yeah, a lot of people have heard this, but there's probably some people that haven't heard it, so I go ahead and tell it again. When Malcolm and Denise were the only two left on their tribe, and they were still they were trying to look for an idol. And the show was planning to send one of them to one try, you know, to split them up and and not let them have like a Bobby John and Stephanie thing where they got down to one person. Um, Jeff Jeff called down and uh, asked the producer on site had had anybody found the idol yet, and they and they told him no. And he said, okay, just let them keep looking. Um, so they didn't pack them up. They didn't move them yet. He calls down again, and they tell him the same thing. Nope, nobody's found it. And this is like three or four hours later. And he's like, all right, well, let's, let's give him a little more time. And then Malcolm finally finds it, and he calls down, and they tell him Malcolm found it. And he said, all right, let's move them. That right there is playing a is playing a little bit towards who the uh, who the show thinks that the fans would like the most. So with Malcolm obviously being their golden boy that season, you know, for any other for any other try or, or any other person, I guarantee you they probably wouldn't have done it for, uh, for them. If it, especially being a newbie. Yeah. You know, Russell Russell went through that, and he he just did it for attention. Um, in all honesty, Russell just actually went out and found those idols. He just worked harder than anybody. But after he got pissed off at the show, he wanted to make them look bad, and he pretended like they helped him. They helped him find them. That's not true. He he just found them on his own, out looking. Um. That was just him being pissed off, you know. But, well, uh, well, I'm kind of surprised. In a lot of ways, I'm surprised that Lisa won fan favorite uh, that season over Malcolm because she didn't really do much. I think I think her fan base was so strong that they couldn't even deny it. She probably got so many votes that they probably said, "We we can't even rig this." So, um, about the closest that the closest I think they've had to a fan favorite that the uh, Car- Owen was uh, 
when Sia would give awards out? There, uh, there's been a lot of times over the seasons. I mean, Survivor, a, a lot of them love spoilers. They love them. Some of them don't, you know, some of them don't like them. That's, you know, that's why we have the two different groups, and I, because we respect that. There's no spoilers allowed in regular Survivor Whispers. You have to go to Premiere to read spoilers. And I've totally, totally enforced that. Um, but there's been a lot of times over the years I've gotten messages from people like, I've been following you for years. I can't believe I'm finally going to get to talk to you. And it would be somebody in a new cast. And it's like, thank you for opening this door. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of of whispers, I don't know if you deleted it or not, but... uh, His name was Mike Doyle. He said, well, what was the first season you watched? And on my comment, some person who I've never seen in Whispers for almost seemed like he tried to get get me to try to sell me something. Uh, Yeah, I removed it. I saw it earlier. I I removed it. I I didn't see it. All I did, I just replied on that, that I started season one. The very first season aired right after the Super Bowl. So, of course, I was watching the Super Bowl, and then it's like, okay, Super Bowl's over. What is this new show? And that was when the first season of Survivor premiered was right after the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've watched since the beginning, but, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see the comment. As Steve said, he took care of it, so I guess... Who, who 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 posted it, Steve? Do you remember? It was some foreign name. I I couldn't even probably pronounce it if I tried. Uh, Luke Yubi or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was no no seriously. Yeah, it was something. It was something like it was. Well, you have, some yeah you, you have to be careful in whispers about <laughs> that categorizing people because. Um, we have, you know, Survivor has fans from all over the world, and we have members from all over the world, and Missy A.E. has fans from everywhere. I know they have a message board in the Philippines where they repost every tweet that I do and every posting that I do. So yeah, but it, you know, it it wasn't it wasn't something like trying to sell Teresa something. It was more like sort of like a spam message, you know, like something that that would normally get posted. Like for somebody somebody that would that would just join the group and then they would randomly post something like like a random video of of themselves talking, nothing having to do with Survivor or, uh, you know, just one of those spam posts that. You know they're just posting just to post, and they do it on yeah, multiple say, on multiple yeah, comments. Yeah, because I was going to say it, see, it seemed random, so I was just kind of like, "This is weird." But 
But I was like, well, I'm sure if uh, Jim or Steve see it, they'll take care of it. Yeah, I, I, like I, like he said, he got it. I, I never saw it. Um, I don't see as much as I used to. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of busy with homeschooling and all that stuff. I'm, I'm not yeah. home as much as I used to be. And Steve, yeah. Steve's doing a great job watching over most everything. Um, but you know, we miss stuff. You know, there's, and and the good thing about whispers is normally if we miss something. We have regular members, loyal members, that will tag one of us or message one of us to let us know, which yeah, is Melissa, great. Melissa and JB, are you still on here? Yes. Yep. Okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, Jim has my back a lot of times. I <laughs> This was like a year ago. Uh, I posted, this was actually on my own page, uh, on my own Facebook. I posted something like about mm. how a guy through instant message sent me a picture of his junk. <laughs> and the it's first not, thing. It, it's, not, it's not joke, it's Johnson. Say his Johnson. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> Jim, I'm sick. Don't make me laugh. Uh, but he's like, he. The first thing that came out of Jim's mouth was, uh, "If this was somebody from Whispers, let me know and I'll take care of it." Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we we've always tried to make it where it's 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 a place. Like you can get out of your real world and all your problems and stress and stuff, and you can just relax and talk about your shows and talk to your friends, and you don't have to worry with all that BS crap yeah. like a lot of other sites allow. You know how people attack each other and blame each other. I mean that that's how Whisper started was because I was spoiling stuff over at Survivor Sucks and. The the motto, the, the main motto there told me, he, he was like, dude, you have taken such global. I mean, we've never added this many new people. And they were leaving as soon as they were arriving because they allowed people over there to just run, run each other down and cuss each other out and... Um, and I finally got to a point where I'm like, I, I talked to him. His name's Tim. He, his name over there was Anti. I was like, dude, this this just ain't working. I'm I'm answering questions daily. I'm taking questions, detailed questions about what's coming up, and I'm going to get answers and bringing them back. And these people are. Are, are showing up in droves, but they won't stay because y'all allow this crap to go on. I I, I just, I got to where I was like, I, I don't want to be a part of this. This is crazy because I, I was welcoming people. You know, like we do at Whispers. I was welcoming people and talking to them, getting to know them, taking their messages, answering their questions about what was coming. And yet they would leave because of how other people treat them over there. 
I was like, this, yeah, is, this, I remember. Is, this is this is childish. This is crazy. I and remember. I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go start my own thing. You know, I, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah. I know it was like nobody. Everybody says, "Well, I read it on Survivor Sucks," but don't go there all the time because I mean, you you don't wait. If you go over there, just go to look. Don't post anything, or you're gonna get ripped to shreds. Right. But I right. got to the point. I got to the point where I thought, "Damn, I can't take it." I I was watching people just rip people to shreds, and it's just like, forget that noise. Yeah, yep. and that, I mean, yeah, and that—that's what I went through, Melissa. Now they were nice mm-hmm. to me because I had so much information, but the people that were joining, wanting to to join in and be a part of it, they would get chastised and call names because they were new and this and that, and they get run off. It was like we're not getting anywhere here. You know, you're telling me I've brought in more people than anybody ever has on this site? Well, we're probably losing as many people as you ever have yeah. on this site yeah, because you, you're letting these you, people act like ass clowns to each other. Yeah. You, would post, mm-hmm. you would post one little thing, and then the first response would be, go die in a flaming fire or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, and they they think that's funny. They think that's cool. These are uh, these are grown, these are these are grown adults that act like that. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, are they even still and going? I, I I never go. I, I and Michael Dahl keeps up with it because I've I've been trying to buy the site. And mm-hmm. the guy that owns it lives in Dallas, Texas. He has nothing to do with running the site. He just owns it and makes money off of it. And he waits till the last minute every year to renew it. And Michael has been watching it probably for about eight years now. Because if he ever does not renew it, I'm going to swoop in and buy it. I'm going to do one post, and I'm going to close the son of a bitch down. Amen. That would be awesome. So, um, but there were, there were uh, the other part, of, there, were really, there were some really great people over there who were in Whispers now. Um, even, even that guy that was the main mod, Tim, he's in Whispers. Um You'll see a guy post in Big, Big Brother Whisper, Survivor Whisper, premiere, named Owen Raleigh. He was a mod over there. Um, the guy that's, that's a good friend of mine that's an actor, Jesse Camacho, that's where we met was over there. A lot of these people came over with me when I started Whispers. And, of course, some of the assholes tried to come over and tried to do the same thing in Whispers, and, you know, they got tossed out. So, yeah, um, uh, they really got they really got pissed off at me when I left. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were mad. The mods weren't. The mods liked me. It was, it was those assholes that wanted to treat people so badly but still be able to get my information, 
you know. Uh huh. Those are the yeah. those are the ones that were assholes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and uh, even Kill One. I, I talked earlier tonight about the season he spoiled. Uh, Bill Marson, he came over. He, you know, he came over to Whispers. Um, he posted in one of the threads today, um, asking, he was saying he just got back from a, like a trip and couldn't be here tonight, but he wanted to know how to be able to listen to it. He really loves. He really loves my spoilers. He talks to me all the time each year, and he's like, dude, I don't know how you keep doing this. You know, because his one season he spoiled was because he went on vacation and and heard a bunch of stuff from the, the local people, um, and he was able to spoil a lot of stuff, you know, one season. Um that some, some I think it was Melissa, someone was talking earlier about some of the fantasy games. Um, like CBS used to have a survivor fantasy game. I helped two people win that game. There's a guy uh, in Whispers, his name's Roger Bean, B-E-A-N-E. He was big friends with uh, Bill Rudkowski that used to be one of our mods. I helped him win one season. Um, and then the lady that passed away a couple of months ago, um, Louise Craven, who everyone knew as Wheezy, because that's the name she used over at uh, Sucks. I helped her win one season with information, um, and she used the money to pay for her daughter's wedding. I, I, well, I, didn't, I, I didn't really ever get involved that much with people doing that. I did with those two. Um, Roger needed the money. He had a he had a, a daughter that was ill. Uh, was ill. Um, I was just good friends with with uh, Louise. Um, a lot of times people would message me and ask me, and I would just say, "Watch the show." Just watch the show, you know, read what I say and watch the show. But I actually help those two. And that's one of the things that Mark Burnett said he respected about me when he sued me. <laughs> he sued me to find out about Russell. He told me, he said, I can't believe you've never tried to make one one dime off of what you do. I said, I just do it because the fans like it, you know, and I I like the show and the fans like what I do and he he really respected the fact I've never tried to make money off this of what I do. He his, his quote to me, I'm in the middle of, to keep this in mind, I'm in the middle of a lawsuit He's suing me <laughs> for doing what I do. You have to keep in mind why he was doing it. He did. He told me from the state he didn't want me. He wanted Russell. That's who he wanted. He wanted Russell because his wife hated him. Um, he told me during the middle of the lawsuit, "You are a great ambassador for our show." He told me that. And I'm like, but you're suing me. 
But eventually I figured it all out, you know. And I told, you know, I, I finally figured it out. And, and the only reason, I've told this story a lot, the only reason I ever, ever gave up Russell was because Russell tried to blame it on someone else that was innocent. Oh. And him and his family were scared to death. They were going to get sued because Jeff believed Russell. So he thought he was going to get sued. And I said, I'm not going to let that happen to you, man. And uh, I still remember the day I was driving from Arkansas to Memphis. And um, I, I just told Mark about Russell. And I told him, when I told him, I said, don't ask me no more names. He, the first thing he was concerned about was his production crew. He was really hoping it wasn't nobody on his his quote-unquote team. I said, Mark, I ain't never talked to nobody on your production crew. Nobody. Except maybe the doctor. Um, but... Uh, I, I, I told him I, I was going to give him that one name, but that was it. And after I did it, he said, all right, well, tell me about other people. I said, Mark, I told you I was going to give you that one. I know you want that one. I know now. I know what this is about. And I'm going to give you that one because he's trying to he's trying to frame somebody that ain't done, they ain't done nothing wrong. I said, this other guy that he's trying to frame, Hell, he don't even know what happened when he was out there, much less after. And his family's scared to death. They're going to get sued. And Mark was like, he knew, he understood. Mark always believed that player, and he didn't believe Hans. Jeff always believed Hans because he was in love with Hans back then. He always believed Jeff, uh, I mean Russell, and wanted to sue the other person. And so uh, that's the reason I gave him up. That's the reason I gave Russell up. It wasn't like I was a snitch. You know, a lot of people call me a snitch, but that's the only person I've ever, you know, brought up that told me anything directly. And the reason I did was because he was denying it. Mark showed up on the set on on that all-star season when Russell left that Redemption Island thing or whatever it was. Mark showed up on the set and sat right across from Russell and said, your gig is up. And then, he, and then the lawsuit hits. So, um, and it's all Russell's fault because Russell was on the island telling everybody, you know, I knew what was going on last year because I, I know Missy A.E. They told me this and this and this and this. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. So, that the day I gave the information to Mark, um, I had scheduled interviews um, about what was happening 
Um, and I called the person on my way to Memphis. I called the person that Russell had tried to frame and told him what I did. I told him I just I just gave up Russell because you know I did I didn't want your family to go through this. And they were crying. They were crying on the phone, saying, "Man, what do, what I what I have to do for you? I can't believe you did that. What do I?" I said, nothing, man. You ain't got to do nothing because I just did what was right. He couldn't believe that I didn't want anything for it. That's the whole truth about that. And, you know, of course, Russell Hans fans will still tell you today that all I was was a snitch. Well, you do the crime, you do the time. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. So I mean, really, how how stupid do you have to be? He know, he knows that he's that he's on camera, you know, twenty four seven when he's out there, and the fact that he goes out and boasts that he knows who, uh, you know, he, he was knows saying what it. Happened. He was saying it out there, and you know, they have producers assigned to to each yeah camp, each player. They have mics around everybody. It's twenty four seven, and they they watch what they call dailies. You know, they they send film back um, for Jeff or, and uh, and Matt um, to watch, and, and they call it dailies. They hear and see that stuff, and he's out there popping off his mouth about knowing me. I mean, when, when that happened on Big Brother, when Ian and Brittany and them were out in the backyard talking about me and the information I put out about Willie and and all of this stuff, they just went to fishes, you know. They just cut to the fishes, you know. And Ian, Ian was telling them that he read over it at, at Sucks what Missy A.E. said. And Brittany knew me, and Brittany, <laughs> she played it off like, yeah, I've heard of I've heard of that girl. She knows her stuff. <laughs> but they would yeah, cut the fishes. Sure you know, they, cut, they would cut the fishes. Well, on Survivor, they have this, they have all this footage, man. They have all this footage. You know, I mean, there were there were two girls out there that were supposedly trying to play together. That were actually kind of secretly bickering because I knew both of them, and I was close with both of them. One more like a sister, the other even more, and they talked about me out there, but, you know, it never aired, and they never carried it out like Russell did, you know. Um, Russell just couldn't keep his mouth shut. I'm not going to tell you who those two girls were. (laughs) You can, people that know me probably can figure it out and know, 
But uh, really crazy spoiling stuff, the way it comes down. Um, it, it, and people would be shocked. Um, I, you know, bless her heart and God rest her soul, Stacy, Title, uh, Penner's wife, um, we were so close. Um, and we talked a lot about this. And then um, Jonathan got involved and they they were hooking me up with with somebody they knew, you know they because they have Hollywood background and they know people and they thought it would make for they didn't say a book they said this would make for a couple of good books if you would ever ever just spill it all and I told them. That might be cool, but that cannot happen till the show's over. It can't, you know, mm-hmm. because it would blow everything, and I don't, I don't want to get nobody in trouble. But if the show's over, if it's if it's uh, canceled, okay. So, um, but that that's what they 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 put me up with a publisher and. Um, they thought it would be like a two-book deal, not a one-book deal. And so I, I talked to, I talked with a survivor female I was very, very close to back then about that because she had a, a, a journalism degree. I talked to her about it. She said, yeah, you ought to do that. I'm like, I talked to her about, you know, about the timing of everything. She said, um, I'll help you, man. I'll, I'll edit. I'll write uh, whatever you want to do. And I was like, I, I can't see me sitting down talking to somebody eight hours a day about all of this stuff. You know, that's I've done it so many times, it's boring to me. And she's like, yeah, but... <laughs> Think about the people that haven't heard about this that are not online, you know, the quote-unquote general fans, you know, that watch the show, and they don't know about none of this stuff. So, but is there, has everyone on here tonight, has everyone on here tonight heard the Shaquille O'Neal story? Do I need to repeat it, or has everybody heard it? I've heard it. I haven't. Yeah, heard I've heard it. I've heard it. Repeat it. I like hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who cares? You always say <laughs> something new. Well, uh, that's probably true, Eddie, because, you know, I, I remember it one night. I don't remember another night. Um, the whole thing was um, one of the cast members from, from – uh, it was Nicaragua, wasn't it, Steve? Yeah, Nicaragua. Nicaragua, where Marty was on, and Chase, and Brenda, and Jill, and Eve, and all those people. Um, still my favorite season, my favorite cast. Very close to almost all of them still to this day. Um, when they were sequestered, 
in Miami before they headed out. Um, one of the producers went into one of the players' rooms and was talking to them and telling them, you know, you can do this, you can do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. We got DVDs of seasons you can watch, blah, blah, blah. And when they left, they accidentally left behind a folder. So this player looks in the folder and he sees this list of names and what looks like alias names and room numbers and which hotel, because they use two different hotels. And so, of course, they don't know who none of these people are, but they thought this might be something cool to have. They go hide it behind a uh, painting on the wall. They hide that one sheet behind the wall, uh, the painting. Later on, the producer comes back, picks up the folder, didn't even notice it was missing, nothing happened. They fly out, they film the whole season, person gets back, I'm in the mall shopping for school clothes for Christopher, he was a little bitty thing back then, I get this phone call from this this person, and they're like, uh, are you Miss EAE? And I'm like... Yeah, and they're like, um, a friend of mine gave me your number, and I was just on uh, the last season of Survivor. I said, oh, that's cool. You know, I, I get stuff like this a lot, you know, calls or messages, and and they turn out to just be BS. Um, and I, I, like I said, I'm in the mall trying to shop for school clothes, and... This guy's trying to start talking to me, and I'm like, um, hit me up tomorrow because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out shopping, you know, school clothes for my son and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, all right. And I'm thinking, all right, well, if it's legit, they'll call back. If it's not, they're going to know I wasn't interested. They call back the next day. And they're legit. They tell me this story about this list. And I'm like, how do we get that list? And he's like, well, we can try to call, you know, security maybe or whatever. And we try that. You know, we try to call security and tell them we left something here in the room and where it was, what room number, and where it was hidden. You know, can they go look and find it and, and you know, we'll make arrangements to, to pick it up or have it sent or whatever, and security wouldn't do it. Of course, they thought that sounded crazy, and it did. It sounded really crazy. Um, and we're like, crap, so what are we now? And this is when Shaq was playing um, in Florida in uh, the NBA, and they're like, I know Shaquille O'Neal. I'm like, really? Like, yeah, yeah. They sent me pictures of of Shaq at their house and all this and that. Shaq playing with their kids, and I'm like, I bet Shaq could get it. 
And so they get in touch with Shaq. He agrees to physically go out there and show up and ask for it as if it was a friend of his. Who's going to tell Shaq no? Who's going to tell Shaquille O'Neal no? (laughs) Yeah, really. So Shaq gets it and faxes it to me. This is back when everybody was faxing stuff, faxing you know, he faxes it to me. And that's how I met him. And eventually that's how, you know, he gave Christopher a, a jersey. That's a whole different story how he had to get his own jersey because Boston Gardens were out and he went to three different sporting goods stores and couldn't find one. He kept driving around Boston till he found a jersey of himself so he could autograph and, and give to my son. Um, but that's how that whole thing happened. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> tell me that's not crazy. I remember yeah, you. Story. Yeah, yeah, I remember he, you. Po- ahead, I remember David. you posting someplace that uh you actually got a uh all equivalent to like a friend request from Shaquille O'Neal and it yeah. almost sounded like you were a kid in the candy store. And it's like can you believe that I got a I actually got friended by Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, can you believe that? That was funny. I had I, I had a smile when I saw that. Yeah, he was. Uh, he really pissed. He really he pissed Jeff Probst off twice. He pissed him off that season because he did a tweet and tagged me in it saying, "Thanks to Missy A.E. for spoiling my boy so and so for being on the next season of Survivor." So that pissed Jeff off. That pissed Jeff off because, my God, how many followers does Shaq have that saw that? Um, And then it pissed him off when he was considering doing a a little mini-season in the summer of uh, Survivor Celebrity. And Jeff's idea was, uh, we're not going to pay him. We're going to make him donate the money, you know, to a charity if they win. Um, and Shaq's quote to Jeff Probst was, if you ain't paying, Shaq ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shaq is very, very cool. Yeah, I don't He's very him. cool. He is very cool. Shaq is so cool. And, and if you keep up with him, he does a lot of good stuff around the community for people. Jim, was this uh, was this done? Uh, this this idea was this after he finished playing, or was it during his playing days? You mean the uh, going to the hotel every day? No, no, no. Uh, what's it called when they when they tried to get him uh, to play a a, oh, a, a watered down a celebrity that edition? A, that was. That was after his playing days. That was after his playing days. 
Okay, because it, it makes it makes sense then. If if you're not going to pay Shaq, why would Shaq go out there when he can just when he can just do commentary or he can do analysis on TNT? For uh, for for NBA analysis. Yeah, um, like I said, he's a super guy. So him and him and my son used to. God, what was that Sony game? Steve, what was the name of the one where you play the guitar and try to hit the right chords to guitar the song? Guitar Hero. Him and my son used to play that together. Um, and it was so funny. It was so funny. That I will never forget this. Because they would play against each other, and Christopher would always kill him. Scott sent him a video one day and said, look what I scored. And Christopher said, Daddy, look at this. Look, look what Shaq did. And I said, oh, man, he's getting better. He said, Daddy, look, he's playing on, he's playing on beginner level. <laughs> uh, so he, he, he messaged Shaq back and said, yeah, that's real good for beginners, Shaq. <laughs> but the whole thing about, about the jersey was he went to the garden. This one, this one he went to Celtics. He went to the garden, uh, number 36, and the garden didn't have none of his jerseys. Um, you know, he's trying to get one for Christopher. You know, he's going to order it, and Christopher's got it framed, you know. Um, he, he's so he's like, okay, i got to go with it because he didn't have any. He's like, i got to go find one in Boston. He starts looking around in uh Sporting goods stores, and he said, "You have no idea the crazy looks I got when I walk in asking for one of my own jerseys." He said, "Everyone's like, dude, don't you have a bunch of your own jerseys?" <laughs> <laughs> he said he went to three different stores that were sold out before he finally found one and bought it and autographed it for him and and. We picked it up from him in Memphis when they were playing the Grizzlies. So, yeah, he's he's really cool. Shaq is really cool. Um, and that's how that whole list and that that is one of like the biggest spoilers ever about that list because it even had the alias names they signed them in under. I mean, Jimmy Johnson. Um, you know, he used to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. They registered him under a name from a character from that TV show, Dallas. Cliff Barnes. <laughs> yeah, Cliff Barnes. You're right. You're right. Um, and like I said, when you know, when I started talking to that cast, most of them were impressed. You know, they were like, "Wow, this is you're good." And but Marty was just scared shitless. He was like, "Dude, you were scared me." <laughs> but I love that cast. I love that cast. Chase, uh, we we we've gone to spring training before down in Florida. He's so cool. 
Um, of course, Brenda was on that cast. Um, Sash, you know, anytime I tag him in whispers, he shows up to post. Because um, I know the whole story about him and Jane, you know, and what didn't air. Um, that's another spoiler for you. Had the cast known at the time that Jane was wrong and Sash had did nothing wrong, Sash would have won a million dollars that season. They would have voted him to win. After they all got home and they talked about it and they figured out what really happened, they felt bad because they would have given Sash the million dollars instead of Fabio. And it was weird with how he was edited too. It was it, it was it was weird because Sash. It really seemed like he was he was edited as being one of the uh, one of the masterminds of the whole game, and yet then for him to all of a sudden get completely thrashed like he did at Tribal, and then basically receive no votes, it's it was kind of confusing, like. What the like? What what the hell happened that? Well, at at the you know, time, at the time, at the time with with Jane leaving and going to the jury, at the time they believed Jane. After it all came yeah. out, and I spoiled what I spoiled, and like I said, I I knew that whole cast. Um. I, I talked to most every one of them, and they said if they had to do it all over again, they would have voted for Sash. I mean, they... The funny thing about that season was everyone out there was having a having a blast watching Fabio um, detox, because they said he was detoxing the whole season from drugs. Hmm. And they and they planned the vote out to where Chase would get second place money. So don't ever let these people tell you that the jury don't talk to each other and plan these votes out. They do. They do. Now it could change season to season, but I know from Penner, he said the same thing. They they know walking in who's going to win. Of course, they're going to make it dramatic, like, you know, who's going to win? Nobody knows who's going to win. They know. Nine times out of ten, they know who's going to win. And Brenda even voted for Chase so she'd get extra camera time because she knew if she didn't vote for the winner, they put her on camera voting for Chase. And she was right. Yeah. And I asked her, I said, Brenda, what, that could have backfired. That could have backfired. What if Fabio lost? And she said, Jim, we all knew what we were doing. <laughs> so, 
another another interesting story from that season. I, I know I've told this a hundred times. I met Fabio's sister at Survivor Sucks. She messaged me, told me who she was. She was his sister, and we're still friends on Facebook. We're still good friends. Sweet girl, lovely family, um, and kudos to Fabio. After it all ended, he flew her out there and walked around and showed her everywhere they were and what happened. So that was nice. But I met her on Sucks, and we got close, and she said, I'm pretty sure you know what happened, but me and my mom have asked him, and he swears he don't know what the vote was. He don't know who won. And I said, really? And they said, yeah, and he's being honest. He don't know. He really don't know. And I said, oh. And she said, here's here's our situation. I said, what? And she said, we don't have a whole lot of money, and if he was going to win, we were going to, me and my mom were going to buy new dresses to wear to the finale if he wins. But if he's not going to win, we're not going to spend that money. I said, Kelsey, go buy, I said, Kelsey, go buy the dresses. She's like, are you kidding me? I said, no. She said, you're serious. He won. I said, yes. And she said, can I tell him? I said, yeah, go ahead and tell him. And then he messaged me and said, wow, little birdie just said I won. <laughs> so there's your, there's your another story, Eddie. Wasn't there an article that I read? Okay, I know it was one of those cutie pies, those little blondes. But I think it was Fabio that turned out that he kind of blew uh, his money. He kind of, he, that I think it might have been Fabio, but I'm not sure. One of those um, blonde cuties that got heavily into the drug scene after they won. Um, well, he was heavily into it. I just told you he was heavily into it when he went out there because they were laughing at him detoxing in front of everybody. And, yeah, when he got home, he was a huge partier. Now, I give him credit for taking his sister out there. Uh-huh. That was cool. She sent me pictures of him riding horses out there, going up and down the beach where they, you know, where he played the mm-hmm. game. But, yeah, when he he kind of went through his money really, really fast. Yeah, that's that one of the reasons why they didn't have money. Here's another tidbit. When I would talk to him, I never called him Fabio. I called him by his name. I called him Judd. I never called him by Fabio. Mm-hmm. He, he was always nice, but he was a, yeah, he was a big-time partier, big-time. I, I mean, after he got back, I mean, his sister told me, man, you know, we're having problems with him. He's 
doing this, doing that, renting this, limos, and doing this, and doing that. He's burning through that money, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how, I don't know how to tell you to stop it, you know. But she's, Kelsey, she's a sweetheart. Got a lovely family. And Fabio's mom, for for people that would keep up with stuff like this, she was a babe, man. Fabio's mom had a couple of good-looking kids, and she was good-looking. But and that's, that's how I met her was, um, oh, it sucks. Um. And I had I had a lot of survivors join over it sucks to follow me and post and they would do it under fake names, you know. Um and then uh sucks people be trying to figure out who these this person was and that person was. And I know Brenda Brenda used her middle name and I was like, Get the hell off of there. They're going to bring you back. Get the hell off that site. Um, Dr. Jill was over there. Um, of course, Russell was over there. And he, he was so he was so good at hiding who he was, he used the name King Russ. Yeah, not a lot of subtlety there. And he, he couldn't even figure out how to do it. He had Melanie doing all the postings. His wife, sweetheart, sweetheart of a woman. God, I hate what she had to go through with him. She was doing the postings, and and I and when I saw it, when I saw the account, I, I I called him. I said, "Is that you?" He said, "He said, yeah." And I said. Dude, you need to get your ass off that site. CBS monitors these sites. He said, this this is true, Russell, now. Knowing he ain't got no money living in a trailer and pretending to be a millionaire, Russell's reply was, I got better lawyers than CBS. I'm like, okay, all right, go ahead. So the next night, about 2 in the morning, I get a call from Russell. He's like, dude, how do I get all this stuff deleted over there? I said, why? He said, CBS doesn't call me. I said, but Russell, you got better lawyers than they do, right? He said, tell me how to get this shit off here. I said, let me go talk to the, the mod that I know, and I'll get it taken care of. So I go talk to Anti, tell him who King Russ is, and Anti goes and deletes all his postings. King Russ. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon Elkins got kicked off sucks five times. And I talked him into letting him come back every time. <laughs> Back then, they did whatever I said over there, except for stopping the assholes from being mean to new people. They never would stop them, and that's why I ended up leaving. 
And Melissa, I think it was you that asked the question about does anybody ever go there anymore? My, you know, I told you Michael Doyle had been keeping up with that site. He keeps up with the numbers. After I left, it, you talk about a uh, looking at a graph <laughs> bar, a graph chart. Talk about sink. They sunk. Free fall. Yeah. I, I mean, it seriously was dramatic at how bad the free fall was. And yeah, yeah. I, I as far as today, most I don't think hardly anybody even posts over there. Um, besides whispers, as far as survivor postings and stuff, um, it's probably mostly Reddit and whispers. Yeah, Reddit definitely has a lot more traffic going through it than Sucks does. I mean, yeah. Sucks, all you really and, have and, is the uh, diehards. Yeah, and Reddit handles it correctly. They don't allow all that BS like Sucks did. They, in, they invited me to come there and... Once I did whispers, I've always said this, and I'm going to stick to it. Um, I don't go nowhere else. I get invites all the time to go to other groups, other sites. Um, I get in. I got another invite yesterday, Steve, to play in a a, a Big Brother game on Facebook. I, I don't do nothing but whispers. That's all I do. Yeah, why go to another kingdom when you've built your own? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm low, I'm low with what we have. So, um, exactly. Any, anybody got any questions, like maybe about a certain spoiler in the past, how it came to be, um, how it was known, or, or what? You know, Eddie, uh, Melissa, Steve, anybody? Is there anything no, come to mind? Like, how the hell did he know that? Yeah, Jim, uh, Jim, how about the uh, the Tony uh, Tony versus Wu, where at one point uh, the check mark was put on? Because I, I remember you had you had me do two different versions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> back then, for the artwork, uh, how did it come to be that Tony? All of a sudden, had the check mark when it looked like it was woo. Um, that was drama. That was just basically drama. Um, it's like, let me throw this up and let people go, "Wow, woo, woo!" And then, the closer we get to the finale, let me throw up the real thing. Um. That's all. That's all. I, well, I knew it was Tony the whole time, but I just wanted to create a little drama. Because I still, I still remember when when you said when you when you told me make two versions, right? And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like it was going through my head. I was like, woo winning with this edit makes absolutely no sense <laughs> right now. And, 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 and if you remember, when that one was posted, people went crazy, like, what? How the hell? What? 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 
Oh, there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of anger in whispers when. Yeah. And then you throw the up the real one and they're like, oh, oh, okay, so you were just messing with us. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and another the, question, another question, Steve, about those banners that we do over in the spoiler group, um, like with how they do Final Three now, everyone um, before the check mark goes up, and that's uh, that's kudos to you, snoozer, because I learned that from you years ago. Before the check mark goes up, um, you'll see the Final Three. And then everyone's waiting. Okay, we get that. Now put the check mark up there. Um, yeah. And a lot of people are like, okay, he listed it one, two, three. I know it's left or right. One, two, three. Ain't that right? Ain't that right? And everybody's like, I don't know, because you know he messes with us. <laughs> yeah, that would be way. Too, that would be way too simple to have it be listed as one, two, three, and be like. Like say, uh, Tony, uh, like what we did with uh, Winners at War. Tony was in the middle. Uh, I believe it was it was Natalie on the right and Michelle on the left. And yeah. some people would probably look at it like, oh, so so Michelle actually uh, actually toppled uh, Goliath, uh, Tony, <laughs> who ran the entire season. Yeah, but see, I I think that's the fun part about it. I think that's fun to keep fans guessing, keep them involved, keep them talking and chatting and posting, and and giving their own thoughts, giving their own speculation. You know, um, to me that's fun. I, I love reading that stuff. You know, I love reading that stuff. I know, I know, Eddie. Eddie, you just like you cut and dry. Who's first? Who's second? Who's third? Just tell me, Jim. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I do like that, but you know, when you give me clues and then I watch the edit, I get more clues, and I don't say right. anything unless you ask me. But yeah. uh, you know, but I just watch what you say and watch what everybody else says, especially Steve, because I know he knows, and. Uh, <laughs> And so I watch y'all post indirectly, and then I try to figure it out. I like knowing everything. I don't go blab it, but I, I like knowing. And then it's more fun when I watch the edit because it gives me more idea about the edit. I would love for you to get some of the people that do the edit on the show. I mean, I'd love to talk to them. And yeah, and that's the other thing, Eddie is. Uh... When you're when you're dealing with when, when you're somebody that likes spoilers, and you're dealing with somebody like me that knows stuff, and they're leaking a little bit out here and a little bit out there, and you're trying to do your own thing, watching the edits like you do, maybe watching pictures coming up from next week, but you know the uh, the press photos, and you're trying to figure stuff out. Um, I mean, that, you know, for, for somebody that likes spoilers, that's fun trying to piece it all together. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I really enjoy it. You know I do. Yeah. I, I, I know JB's done that over the years. I know JB has been oh, doing yeah. it for years. 
So I'll never I'll never forget uh I think it was like a couple months after I asked you for your uh telephone number and it might have been uh the first time that you went to uh the hospital with your uh with one of the heart attacks that you had I only had one. Okay, I thought you had like uh, two or three. So, no, I only, okay, I only you... had one. I only had one. Now, okay. Okay. I had. Uh, I had. Now I'm going to try to pronounce this right. Pancreatitis. I had that once. Which oh put my me god, in the that's painful. That is yeah. painful. Yeah. Um, actually, here, here's a funny story about that, Eddie. You're like this. Um, when I had the pancreatitis, I couldn't eat for 14 days. I couldn't even have water for 14 days. They would give me nothing for 14 days. And I was talking to Marty, Marty Piombo. While I was in there about this, and he's like, dude, we didn't have to do that shit. <laughs> You're a survivor. Here's the other end of the story. Here's the end of the story. The, the doc would come by, with, uh, and he had a bunch of interns. He was training or teaching or whatever. And every day he'd be like, oh, I think we might can give you some food tomorrow. He just kept doing that every damn day. And I'm sitting here starving, wanting water, wanting something. And Christopher, Christopher was staying in the room with me. He had a cot in the room and was staying with me. God bless him. He loves his daddy. Um <laughs> And he was he was still just a kid. He was just a kid. And I, I just finally after he after he come in like on day thirteen or fourteen and told me that I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I am done with this. I call Pizza Hut, pizza, salad, cheese <laughs> sticks, two liter drinks to have it delivered to the hospital on the on the main floor. And I had Christopher go down to the first floor to pick it all up. And he brought it up to the room, and we pigged out. Me and him tore that shit up. Next day, this doctor comes in, and he says, Well, it looks like you're okay. We're going to probably let you have supper tonight. And I said, well, it's a damn good thing because I had a hell of a piece from Pizza Hut last night. <laughs> and, and and the night we did it, one of the nurses walked in and saw it, and she just looked and smiled at me and shook her head and just walked right back out. She wasn't going to say a word. <laughs> All right, uh, Tim has joined us for the uh, for the overtime hour right before okay. the uh, all right right before Let, the buzzer. All right, glad to get you out here, Tim. You got any spoiler questions over the years? Oh man, um, yeah. If you like, if you had to pick a favorite one, which would it be? 
My favorite spoiler season was Nicaragua. Um, oh, I, I, I like Samoa. Um, I like heroes versus villains. And I've liked, you know, the Tony seasons and Michelle and Sarah and all these different seasons, Savage and um my favorite my favorite spoiler I guess was the one Shaq delivered. That's probably my favorite spoiler ever. Um and that season in particular um was my favorite season. Another little thing, I, you know, I've said this before. Some of you will know and some of you won't. Brenda used to go to Jimmy Johnson's house on Survivor Night and hang out with Jimmy and his wife. And she'd call me from Jimmy's house. And then Jimmy was getting on the phone, and he's a Raider <laughs> back. He, he played college ball at Arkansas, and he wanted to coach at Arkansas, and they wouldn't hire him stupid asses back then. Um, so it, it was fun talking to Jimmy um, and the whole rest of the cast. I mean, Jill, Eve, uh, Marty, Chase, Sash, Jane, uh, Brenda, Purple Kelly, kind of crazy how she got cast. I've told that story before. They had the cast set and they had a girl with purple hair that was set to be in the cast. Lynn Spillman was in charge of casting at the time. She's on vacation in Hawaii. She gets on the elevator in the hotel, and uh, Kelly Shin, Purple Kelly, is on the elevator. And she's seeing her, and she's like, wow, she's gorgeous. And she starts talking to her, and ends up casting her, but they had originally casted somebody with purple hair. So she asked Kelly to put purple highlights in her hair and they could call her Purple Kelly. That's how that happened. She was not the original Purple Kelly. And the other the other funny thing about Kelly is she didn't do any research. She just thought, cool, I'm going to be on a TV show. She didn't watch another DVDs they sent her. She didn't research nothing. She just was, cool, I'm going to be on a TV show. And the first night, very first night, it's dark. Now they're going to have to, you know, lay around in camp. Kelly says... When do we go to the hotel? <laughs> yep. And Brenda was like, the hotel. <laughs> Brenda was like, girl, it don't work like that. And Brenda said she took her under her wing, and she carried Kelly through that whole season to the point to where everyone remembers Brenda gets voted out, and then Kelly and Naoka quit. And Brenda got screwed because two people quit after she got voted out. But that's how Kelly got cast, and she she had no idea what the show was about. None at all. Nothing. Hmm. 
And a funny story about Brenda. They had, she knew she was get, about to get voted out. She knew it was going to be her night. They left. She knew she, she had to win the challenge or she was getting voted out. She didn't win. They come back to camp, and the damn camp's burned down. Burned down. Jane left a crate from Home Depot too close to the fire, and it caught on fire. The whole camp burned down. And Brenda said, I'm standing there knowing I'm leaving tonight at Tribal. And the whole camp is burnt down. And I see the camera people, and they're wanting to get expressions of, oh, my God, a fire. Oh, my God, we lost our camp. She said, Jim, all I could do was fucking laugh. I just thought it was hilarious that the camp burned down on the night I'm going to have to leave. (laughs) And then, you know, she got into it a little bit with Jeff because Jeff wrote her hard. She knew she was leaving. There was nothing she could do. So she didn't really fight that hard at Tribal. She knew she was leaving. And Jeff wrote her hard. And in the interviews and everything, talking about she didn't try hard enough and blah, blah, blah. And she, she, she's like asking me, what, what could I have done, Jim? I said, there ain't nothing you could have You was leaving, period. There ain't nothing you could have done. And she said, that's, that's the way I felt. And she was mad at Jeff about coming out against her for not um, trying harder. And then she, she told me, as we got close to the finale, before we flew out there for the finale, she told me he called her. And he told her, after watching it all play out and watching it back again, that he was wrong, that he shouldn't have went that hard at her because she really didn't have any chance. And he said, I'm going to make it up to you at the finale. I'm going to bring that up. I said, well, that's going to be cool. And he didn't do it. Yeah, what I was about to say earlier, when I uh, was talking to you on the phone, I called you. Uh, You mentioned something. This is when we were still on, uh, well, not web TV. I think it transitioned to, it was either web TV or MSN TV. And I know you were... uh, I think at Walmart with uh, Christopher, I think you bought him a game or something like that, and you were saying, you were saying, hey, what do you feel about uh, spoilers? And I told you, I said, you know what? I said, I love spoilers. I said, I said, uh, it doesn't matter you know, how many spoilers or anything like that. And I think you wanted to know why. And I said, well, I just want to know what the spoilers are. And you said, 
how does that affect you watching uh, the whole show? Yeah, I, I always, I was always worried about that. I was because I love the show. I was always worried about if what I was doing was bad for the show. I was worried about that, and I found out it's like a totally separate audience. You yeah, got, and I, you've got a separate and, group of people that love sports, and you've got a group that don't. And, and there's I, a more, I think I, yeah, I think I, I think I uh, told you that. And yeah. I said, me, I said, I like spoilers. I said, me, it doesn't affect the way I uh, see the show because even though I know who's going to be leaving at the end, I want to know what's going on before yeah. that person leaves. Yeah, and how it happened, how it played out, how it happened. Right. Right. And if you know, and Eddie, you can attest to this, if you know and you're watching edits like you do, then you start picking up on, oh, I see what they're doing now. Because Jim's done told us this, and we know this is coming, and now look how they're editing this. So you can start figuring out edits. I love it. But uh, yeah, that was that was what I, I've always been like that, JB. I've always I've always made a point of uh, regular Survivor whispers. Don't you dare post nothing in here that's a spoiler because people in this group don't want to know. If you want to talk about that stuff, go to Premiere. That's where we talk about it. And, yep. and, it, and in web, and in web TV, and when we were in web TV, I think you told me you told me the same thing. Not yeah, and, you and know what, if, I, what I would do in web TV because we only had the one group. What I would do is if I was posting a spoiler, then I would click a lot of dot 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 dot, dot, dot where it goes way down. So if you wanted yeah. to read it, you, you had, had to, to scroll down, you had to scroll all the way down. To. Yeah, that's how I did it in web TV. Because trust me, if fans don't want to know, I don't want them to know. I'm like that. I'm bad about that. It's like um, if we're watching some show on Netflix or whatever, I hate to see stuff posted about it before we see it. I hate spoilers. I hate, you know, I'm a spoiler, but I hate seeing spoilers. I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's the yeah, truth. Yeah, figure that out. Yeah, it, it's the truth. So, um, Teresa, are you still on here? Yeah, I'm still on here. I want to hear something what? about 41. Um, 41 is going to be a shortened season. It is all newbies. It's all newbies, but it's going to be a shortened season. Um, I don't know how they're going to – I've kind of figured out the math in my mind how they'll do it. To I still would think get every two days, right? Or, still get 13 or 14 episodes. 
Um, and now they're having a problem starting the filming of 42 because the pandemic's oh, yeah. gotten even worse in Fiji and they're not letting people in. So yeah. they, can't the new, they can't send the new cast for 42 because, you know, they film back-to-backs what they do. They got 41. They got 41 going, but they can't start on 42 because they're not letting people fly in. So we may get 41 in uh, the end of the year, maybe November, whatever, and we're going to have to wait on 42 for next year. And 42, 42 is uh, all newbies, too. So um, you're, you're going to get two straight seasons of newbies, which is great. Um, and they've had a whole lot of time to go over this. And I know what they did. They uh, they re-evaluated. They went back, and went back over the new applications. There were some people they had selected that got cut and bumped and other people got added um, because we've had such a delay <laughs> and they've got no. new they've got new types, you know, that they like better. So um I'm curious they've had, now. They've had I such, wonder they've had such they've had such a long downtime that this cast should be really outstanding. Okay, I. Do you um, have any ideal about it yet, Jim? Do you have? Do you have any idea that you can share about the cast? Um. Yeah. Well, not that I can share. I'm. Like I said earlier tonight, I like to always check with like three different sources or whatever. But I, I've got some names, but I don't want to put any, put any out yet. Um. I normally don't do that till they get back home, and they're they're still out there. So they have not they have okay. not finished fil- they have not finished filming forty one yet. Okay, so I'm curious, and I guess I'll have to go look at her at her stuff to see if she's even posting lately. But I had a particular friend that I met. Um, through social media, um, she was on a other forum that I was in for a long time, um, and we bonded because she was also a Shelly Moore fan, and I okay. people used to really get get after me because I like Shelly Moore. But anyway. Um, she had texted me one day, and and actually she's pretty big on social media too. She's um, part of a lot of sites, but I don't think that she's part of Whispers, and I don't know why. But anyway, um, she texted me and said her and her daughter were in the final to go to uh, Blood versus Water. Okay. And then they ended up choosing another mother-daughter team. But she was in the finals. They flew them out there and everything. 
then at the last uh, minute what? they got cut. I mean, that happens. I mean, everyone that makes finals doesn't make the cast. Yeah. But she was really close. So now with you saying that that they, um, you know, maybe have called up people that they cut before, I'm curious as all heck to see if her or her daughter got on. Yeah, well, from what I, from what I know right now, 41 is just kind of a basic season. It's It's not a like a twist season like blood and water or, you know, um, no no uh, previous players, just a basic season. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe one of them did make it. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know the names. I, I know a few names right now that I'm still checking on because um, – some of them look like, yeah, that's very, very possible. And then there's a few that's like, I don't, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't buy that. So um, it's a process, and I, I, you know, I'm getting old at it. I don't, I'm much more I'm going to do it, but um, it's still kind of fun. I know a lot of people love it, so. Um, you know, if you see me post their picture in Premiere, you're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, um, no, I just texted you the name of the okay. my friend. I'll have to look uh, for her daughter's name. I can't remember. I, yeah. I'm not sure what her daughter's name was, but that's her, um, her name. And you know, and I don't know you know, um... I mean, they're in good hands. Survivor and Big Brother, finally, finally, they're in good hands with casting because Big Brother brought over Jesse from Survivor to cast this summer's Big Brother. Jesse's really, really good. So... Uh, we should have a we should have a great cast for Survivor and Big Brother. Good. Uh-huh, I certainly hope so. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I mean, especially for me, Survivor, um, for JJ, Big Brother. <laughs> you know, uh, she's she's the boss in there. I'm just I'm just there to work. I, I do the work. It, it's her. It, it, it's her little joint, and I just do the work. <laughs> I think everybody. I think everybody. I think everybody. Big Brother Whispers knows that by now. Who the boss is? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Jim. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I posted in the Survivor with uh, Survivor Whispers. Under Michael Doyle's uh, post, the uh, Web TV and the MSN TV uh, dialing connecting. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I remember. Oh my god! And I, I said, and, and I also, 
I also posted. It was so. It was so crazy back then, JV. When you would try to connect, you'd sit there and watch and watch and watch, driving down that highway yeah. and watch and watch and watch, and wondering was it going to connect. <laughs> <laughs> and I also wrote on uh, another post. I said, "Both bring back memories, Jim." <laughs> oh my God, yes. You and, like I said, people that are still around, um, Chrissy and Brad Huffer and Patsy and um, Nancy Kuchman was in there. Um, of course, Miss Pat, who's who's gone now. Um, it was it was, you know, Christopher was just a he was just a little kid, you know, and. And when I was doing that, he was like, Daddy, Daddy, why don't you do sports? Do sports. Yeah, my <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to fool with nothing else. He's like, let me do that. He, I mean, he was just like a very, very young kid. And he was running the sports thing on there. Um, and that, didn't, and he, that, didn't he get, was, didn't he was, get into was, uh, pro wrestling? Yeah, he did a whole lot of wrestling stuff. Yeah. And, the sports stuff was good. He did good with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, those, those were great times. Um, I mean, that's, that's, if you want to go back and say about Missy AE, that was my humble beginnings was, was back there with you guys on web TV. That was my humble beginnings. And now we've got all of the whisper stuff, all the Twitter stuff, all the Instagram stuff, all the podcasts. Um, but that was where it started. That's where it all started. I will never forget that. Yeah, Missy AE or the Game Survivor. Yeah, well, it's always been the Game Survivor. When I was, uh, that was my web TV email address. And right. when I went online, um, it was my – I had first set up uh, Yahoo, and I still have it. I never check it, um, the game survival. And then Brenda Brenda told me about uh, Gmail. And I, I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I was like a virgin. I didn't know what all this shit was. I was like, what is that? She said, we can go on there and we can chat one-on-one. People won't even know we're talking. I'm like, what the hell is Gmail? (laughs) And and here's your spoiler, Eddie. Brenda Lowe set up my... Gmail account for me because I couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> and she she sent me the link. She said, here you go. That's your account. Watch for me. I'm going to message you on there. Just watch. You'll see a light show up with my name. And I'm like, okay. Because I had no... I, I, was, I was clueless to all this stuff on the internet at that time. Brenda's the one that walked me through all that. She set up my Gmail account that I still have, and it's the game survivor. Everything I've ever done is the game survivor. 
yeah, you can still find some uh, things if you Google the game survivor. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, let's let's don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of great stuff, a lot of great interviews, but those assholes on sucks. They posted a lot of nasty lies and shit that show up. So. Um, yeah, they have an entire an entire freaking thread, or at least they used to. I don't know if they do anymore. It was all basically due to the biggest asshole they ever had on that site. And he did yeah. try to come into Whispers, and we, we banned him. And, and I talked to some of my survivor friends about what he was doing, and they blocked him and wouldn't follow him. I know Andrea was one of them. Andrea is one of the ones that, you know, I was talking about earlier. Sometimes I get messages um, when they're through filming and they announce the cast. I get a message saying, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Missy AE. Andrea did that. That's how I met Andrea. (laughs) And she became like a... She became my system. If you type the game Survivor in Google right now on images, some of our Missy AE podcast uh, things pop up. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But that's how how I met Andrea. Actually, what happened, Eddie, you'll like this if you haven't heard this. I started getting messages from somebody saying, I'm a, I'm a roommate of somebody that's going to be on the next Survivor. And when it's over, they're going to want to talk to you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, right. She, leave me alone. And they keep sending me these messages like, I'm not joking. I'm serious. And I'm like, dude, just leave me alone. And then after they get through filming, Andrea messages me. And she says, I'm the one that he was talking about. I'm the one on next season. I'm like, oh, are you serious? (laughs) And that's how me and Andrea met. Andrea approached me. I never approached, she approached me. And um, she even used a secondary account that I had on uh, Facebook as a backup, she used my secondary account to be in whispers watching what everyone was saying, and she would go ask answer questions. And the way she did it was like somebody would say, how the hell are we in four weeks now and her makeup looks so good? And Andrea would use that account and say, maybe she used this or that. And she was telling them what the answer was without being Andrea telling them what the answer was. It was pretty cool. And nobody knew it was her except me and JJ. Nobody knew that was her using that account. Well, 
And she, I mean, she's always, she's always been. I, I'm so proud of her what she's done with her career. She's always been like a little sister. We, you know, talk about stuff. And she's just, she's so cool. Um, and if you've ever seen her sister, if anybody needs to be on Blood versus Water, it's her and her sister. Her sister looks identical to her. They look like twins. But I guess they've had Andrea on enough already now. They're not going to probably bring her back again. So, sorry, Daniel Sykes. I know that was Daniel's favorite player ever on any TV show. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah, he was super obsessive about her. Oh, my God, yeah. He he asked me over and over, over and over and over. Can you get, can can you get I'm like I don't do that, dude. I, I don't. Mm-mm. No, I don't do that. <clears throat> so, but <laughs> I, yeah, and I and after her first season with Rob and how that played out. Um, cause that's when I met her. Um, I was hard on her. I was very critical of her. I was like, I know from talking to you, you understand this game. What the fuck were you thinking? Let him just do this. And after it was all over, she was like, I know I see it now, but out there, I was just wrapped up in it. Um, after she watched it, she was like, yeah, I, I was pretty stupid. She's a really good player. Really good player. That's never yeah. won. And we'll probably never see again. She probably won't ever play again. So, Although if they ever did a blood versus what, I think her and her sister would be great. Any other questions or topics you want to bring out about? You, speaking of speaking of Andrea, did you know she had a walk-on part on the Dallas reboot back in the day? I was I was friends with her. She was dating. She was dating the guy that played Jr.'s son at the time. Um, trying to think of his name. Seemed like it was Jack Jeremiah. Henry. Something. Josh Henderson. Okay, Josh Henderson. Yeah, they dated. They dated. They were a couple. That's how she got that. She sent me pictures from the set, and she was all excited. And of course, me, because like I said, to me, she's like a little sister. So I'm like the big brother, like worried about her, like the world she's getting wrapped up in. Um, and of course it didn't work out, you know, he was seeing other people. Um, but yeah, I I remember all of that because she sent me pictures from the set of that show. 
Jim, what was the most controversial season for you and why? Um, controversial. Well, it wouldn't be Nicaragua. It wouldn't be Samoa. I'd say game changers. Why? Why game changers? Why, as far as Eddie, Eddie, my first thought is the most controversial was the season that Sarah, the season, the season that Sarah won. That was That's game, game changers. The season that Sarah won because she was so she and there was another player like that with the I'm gonna have to throw the season Kim Spradlin won into the conversation. Those two seasons, uh, I think the Kim Spradlin season was controversial because of basically how Jeff just just said busted season. I don't like all these women. I think that was controversial, um, and I I gave information for that season, um, but. I think the Sarah season winning was a little controversial because with Sarah, there's like 50% who love her because of what a badass she is, and there's 50% who don't like her because she's such a badass. Um, And she don't give a fuck. She don't care. She don't give a shit if you like her or not. She don't try to please you. She went out there for a purpose, and if you don't like her, she don't give a shit. She don't try to please fans. Um, maybe one of those two seasons, Eddie. Um, and then the other thing you have to throw out is, uh, I mean, we can go all the way back to season one when Hatch won and how he won, um, how they set it up. You know, the whole thing was a setup. Um, they even gave Sue Hawk her lines to say, and Mark Mark promised them if they'd be quiet. He told he told uh, Hatch um, he'd pay the taxes on the money he won, and then when they when it was over, they get back to the country. And Mark's lawyer says, you don't have to do that shit. You don't have to pay that. You're in another country. You ain't got to pay that crap. And so Mark don't pay it, and Hatch don't pay it, thinking Mark's going to pay it, and Hatch goes to jail eventually. So that's pretty controversial. What did you think about uh, Cook Islands? Did you think that was controversial before it started? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I did. I did. I did. Um, see, see, now, I didn't. And the cast, they were even uh, asked the same thing. And they didn't... Uh, you know, they didn't mind how it was, uh, you know, separated by, uh, you know, the blacks, 
the whites, uh, Asians, and uh, but, Latinos. But, all right, all right, but let's, let's fast forward, JB. Let's fast forward to now. If someone did that, how controversial would that be? Oh, it would be very controversial now. You literally could not do that today. Yeah. Yeah, and they I, they wouldn't I even. That, I think I think that was my thought back then. It's like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if this is good. You know, Survivor would be canceled with the whole can the whole the whole way that cancel culture is uh is is going in today's world. If they were to attempt a Cook Island season. Now, Survivor would get canceled. Yeah. But then, the other thing is, if anybody starts bringing it up and it starts trending, they're, they're still going to be in trouble for that season. But, Steve, you know how you were talking about, like, the whole canceled culture and stuff? It's so funny how they cancel things like, Dr. Seuss and all this have crap. Pepe Le Pew. And then uh, you'll hear things like WAP and Cuties and Crybaby. Yeah, I got lost. Yeah. I got lost. I mean, every, everyone, everyone, and Eddie, I know you're in your here, and I'm trying to. Trying to walk a fine line here. Um, everyone knows, no matter which side you're on, there is a cancel culture. If something happens and you're a Democrat, you're going to cancel what Republicans do. If you're a Republican and you don't like what's happening, you're going to cancel what a Democrat does. And that's I mean, it's sad, but that's how it is. And, I mean, Steve brought it up. It's like cancel culture. If somebody doesn't like something, they just cancel it. I mean, it's their right, you know, um, but that's that's the world we live in now. No matter who's right or who's wrong, that's the world we live in. Yeah, now now is basically the world where literally every single person has to be politically correct. And I'm not talking politically right. as and in, as in know, politics. I'm talking politically as in, as in you I know, agree. I this totally is wrong, agree this with both is right. Right. I totally it, agree with both of them. Eddie's status has gotten to that point on both sides. It really is. There's so much corruption, who knows what. You know? Our whole country's getting screwed, and God yeah. bless everybody, but it's time for the people to stand up. It's time for us to stop saying politicians, whether Democratic or Republican, shove it up their ass. Why don't we have all that health care? I mean, here I am barely making Amen. it. Amen. 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 I mean, it's time that I'm, we I'm, get taken care of. That's all I'm tired of. Eddie, honestly, I'm tired of all of it. I'm tired of both. I'm tired I of all too. of it. I am too. You know? I'm ready for America to become America again, however yeah. that takes. 
and that the I little agree. people can get their money and can survive. I mean, hell, you know, my partner died because the FDA wouldn't let me have the, the treatment that I could have gotten overseas, but I didn't have right. $28,000. So, you know, right. I'm tired of it. Jim. That's all. If I get political, okay. I'm sorry. I want every one of you to have everything you want, and I think you should have the right to do, and I don't agree with anybody blowing up, destroying, or hurting anybody, black, white, Spanish, gay, whatever. Nobody Amen. has the right yep. to infringe on my rights or yours. Amen. Amen. Eddie, so whatever I, I believe, you're still my friend. I, I send mass stuff out. I'm sorry for the other day, Jim. I didn't mean to send that to you. You know, it's just, <laughs> no, I, it I was, was like, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Is he trying to I make me mad? <laughs> so many people uh. are sending me stuff from all over the world that yeah, I, I hey, sometimes uh, get hey, so hey, Eddie, the thing about it was the damn thing was over an hour long, and I'm like, shit, I'm trying to give you the respect and watch it all. I'm like, hell, how long is this? I did not I, mean I'm that like 45, I'm like 45 minutes in, and I'm like, Eddie, I love you to death, but I can't watch no more. <laughs> no, I, don't, I didn't mean for you to get that. I'm very <laughs> careful in trying to be respectful of all of that, and I apologize. You're my friend. I would never do that. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird, but what we, kind agree, of video on, was we agree. We agree. We agree on what you said, Eddie. We we totally agree. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, well, what kind I of just, video? I, was I, hey, I sold about, one yeah. of my houses. Thank God, it sold today. Yeah, oh, let's change the subject. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm real excited. I mean, it's been going through hell selling property down here. Up here, and oh. I finally got one of the buildings sold, so I'm going to be down yeah. in Florida, hopefully within the next six months. <laughs> so where are you living at now, Eddie? I live in Buffalo, New York. He's up by Buffalo. Uh, Green Acres. Well, I know uh, I, sh- I should have been back, because i got to get up at 4.30 tomorrow morning, but... We've only oh, got about fifteen minutes left. You can last another fifteen minutes. Yeah. So you and gotta I'll tell stay you what, home, And this in this last week I've had a cold that is finally in the last couple of days maybe it's sick. I'm sorry. Hmm. And I and, 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 and again, again, everybody uh, do not do not forget Tomorrow night's pod with JoJo and Gina Marie. I'm telling you, like like our kids say, like little JJ and J, that's gonna be lit. That's lit, Daddy. That's gonna be lit. <laughs> well, at least I won't have to get up early uh, uh, Saturday morning, and yeah. I am so thankful that there. As of yesterday, there's only three more weeks of school. I think I've got three, maybe four weeks left of homeschool, and I'll be done for this year. I've got, I think it's, I think it's six more up here. Wait a minute, make sure I'm doing the math right. Yeah, six. Yeah, I don't. I get, I, I get I don't, done June. I don't 17. know. I don't know locally here in the schools. Um, I don't know how much longer they got, 
I, I just know homeschooling, I think I've got four or a little more than four left, and I'll be through. Um, and then we decide at the end of the summer, do we go back to California and get them back to school out there, or do we stay here? Because uh, <laughs> surprisingly, very surprisingly, they've ended up liking it in Arkansas. So, I, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, Woo-hoo! I'm like, you lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I don't know. I guess it's because it's close to the end. Of, I work at an alternative school, and you've got a lot of the behavior disorder kids, and every, and at least once a day I'm hearing no movement on the third floor. Which means we have to shut and lock the classroom doors, and we cannot leave that classroom until they get all clear. Mm. It's almost like a. Uh, well, I've mentioned, I've mentioned it on here before. I've mentioned on here before at what. Um, I mean, I know the superintendent of the schools here, and I know what they did. They. Uh, they mixed it up. I mean, they brought in certain students on Monday and Wednesday and the other students on Tuesday and Thursday, and then Fridays were just for students that needed extra help. So they kind of split it up where they could separate it out from the start, which I think was pretty smart. Yeah, that's kind of the way, because uh, I work with the uh 18 to 21 year olds that have graduated high school and they're learning like job skills, home skills, like they learn how to cook, they learn how to clean. And yeah. sometimes it's, it's hard when you get the one or two that are inaudible and you don't know what their problem is. I'm uh, it it it's. I think that's the good thing about this small town that JJ has ended up liking. Um, was that everybody knows me, um, and now everybody knows her and the kids, and she kind of do whatever she wants to do all over town, like. Um, I, t- I, t- I think I told you a story a couple of weeks ago. She goes in the store and she forgot her wallet at the house, didn't have nothing, nothing with her. And they're like, oh, you're Jim's wife. Yeah. And they're like, well, we'll just, we'll just write it up and charge it to him. Don't worry about it. And she's like, she comes home and she's like telling me about that. And she's like, so I can just go in there and get anything? And not have to pay, and I'm like, baby, no, don't let's don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, that that happened to me once. It's actually kind of a funny story. I was about nine, and it was like my parents had like this little, you know, small store that we can do that and get quote unquote credit. 
and uh, it was a bigger deal in 1979 than it would be now, but I got a dollar's worth of candy, which was four <laughs> packets of M&M's. Mm. And I was like, just charge it to my mom and dad's account. And you're and, and you're still eating, and you're still eating candy to this day. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that uh, she's a few hours from New Orleans, and there's a uh, Lindsey Sterling concert that she wants to take Alyssa to, but there's a very good chance it will be canceled because of COVID and all that. Yeah. I know when Dara was on, she she was a dental hygienist in Jackson. Uh, her brother was going to Ole Miss. Um, stuff started leaking out. I'm not going to say where it came from, but stuff started leaking out. And she started getting phone calls at work. Survivor fans were acting like Big Brother fans and calling her at work like, are you on Survivor? Are you going to be on next Survivor? Blah, blah, blah. And she had to stop taking phone calls at work. So, that, that, Eddie, I know you ain't heard that before. I hadn't. 
and it's getting light. I'm scared it's going to cut off. I, 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 honestly, 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 I don't think I've ever told that before, Eddie. Wow. And then well, you made my night. Here's, here's something else. That season, a lot of people thought Dara won because they started following her and researching her, and she bought a new car. Everybody was like, oh, my God, she won a million dollars because she bought a new car. <laughs> <laughs> it don't take a million dollars to buy a damn car. <laughs> yeah, really. Now she's buying a Lamborghini, then. Oh, she's got a beautiful. She's got a beautiful family now. Beautiful kids. She's she's down in Louisiana now. You know, when we were talking about, uh, you know, kind of a combination of Pearl Island and. and uh, The the last the last podcast, Millennials versus Gen X. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if you get if you got some people like when Adam was talking about his uh, mom dying. If yeah. you you get people saying, "Oh bullshit, you're trying to do another Johnny Fairplay." Yeah, no, I, Adam wasn't no. Adam wasn't doing that. And I understand, I understand that players will stop and think about that now because after what Fairplay did, because he's such an asshole, um, and Jeff Brooks has banned him from any Survivor-sponsored events, he can't go because the last one he went to in Florida, he pulled his pants down and took a shit on the patio in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, classy. Yeah, real, real classy, yeah. And, um, and see, that tells you about how people are different, you know. Him and Matt Bischoff, they do a podcast together, and Matt and his wife, Tessa, and I are good friends, and they know I can't stand Johnny, and we still get along, you know. You know, we yeah. don't talk about Johnny. It's, you know, I talked to them about their right. kids and Riley and playing basketball and all this kind of stuff. We don't talk well, about I Johnny. Well, I do remember uh, this was just an article about Randy Bailey that I guess Steve posted recently about how he said that one of the biggest mistakes he made in that was the early alliance he had with Fair Play, Corinne, and the French guy from, I mean, the, the British guy from Gabon, but I can't remember his name Jeez. off the top of my head. But they were all cut. And so when his alliance didn't get on the show, he was basically uh, up a shit creek without a paddle. <coughs> All right, listen, we've only got about four minutes left. If anybody got a question, comment, you want to get it in, you better hurry up because now we're down to three minutes. Thanks, everybody. A great night. Yeah. Have a good night, Eddie.
I'm glad I'm glad everybody showed up for this tonight. It was just an idea off the wall. It was like, hey, Steve, why don't we try this? You know, it'd be fun. And Steve's like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I think and, I think uh, it was a good idea. You know, and and then the whole JoJo and Gina come up. I'm like, Steve, I got to work two nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but after Sunday's passing, I bought her book. Oh, good. Good. So I'll have to let you all know how it is. Well, since I'm about to lose my voice, I better go ahead and call it. I will talk to you all. It almost sounded like you were on the verge of crying or something like that. No, it sounds like she's sounds like she's on the verge of having a very serious cold or sinus infection. Sounds yeah. like it. And I think that if I'm not feeling better by Saturday, I think I'm probably going to go to a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, another reminder: don't forget. This summer, the Big Brother Podcast, hosted by Melissa, with our co-host Steve. Um, I think they're going to be really, really good. Melissa's going to do a really good job at it, so don't forget that. Yeah, um, I'll have to try to talk Sarah into calling. Yeah, and we will do another Survivor thing next week. Um, <laughs> and after we get through the Big Brother thing tomorrow night, Probably won't do another Big Brother thing for a while, but I think tomorrow night is going to be something you don't want to miss. You don't want to miss tomorrow night. Okay, well, I'll see how I'm feeling, and I'll try to make it. I mean, they... Those take, care, girls, take care of yourself. Yeah, oh. those two girls, um, if you want an honest answer, just ask them a question. They'll give it to you. Yeah, damn straight they will. Yeah. And they're both excited about it tomorrow night. They're both ready and raring to go. So be here. Talk to them. Listen to them. Yeah. So, but tune in next week to see what we're going to do. We may come up with something different. We may not. Uh, we may pick another season. But just stay tuned, and thank you for coming tonight. And please come back tomorrow night and support JoJo and Gina Marie. Um, I mean, that's a big deal, releasing a video and a song like that. That's a big deal. 